Welcome to the Right Design Wave podcast. Uh, however you found this podcast, however this podcast found you, you're very welcome. The following segment is a really friendly, nicely, nice discussion with uh, a, a fellow podcaster, Amir Nakar, from the Biohacking Your Best Life podcast. Um, on his podcast, uh, he's talking about biohacking in the form of uh, how you can prove your health with uh, the, he calls it the 10 fundamental pillars of health, uh, light, EMF, sleep, exercise, nutrition, hydration, relationship, purpose, mental and emotional health. We've found that we have a lot in common, a lot of topics and interests in common. So we started a discussion about various things in this space. Um, there's a lot of interesting ideas and concepts in there. I hope you enjoy it. Check his channel out. I will leave the uh, a link to it in the uh, description of this podcast. Yeah, have fun. We had fun, so do you. Thank you. Bye. Hello, Amel. Hello, Guido. How have you been? Good. How are you? Very well. It's a beautiful Saturday afternoon here in Anguilla. Mm, I have a bit location envy. You are on a Caribbean island, is that true? Yes. 33 pristine beaches to be explored. So it's a beautiful <laughs> world out there. Absolutely. If, if I could put myself into an email, I would send myself to you. <laughs> Absolutely. You can email, fax or teleport here, you know. It's a beautiful island. It's, it's a pleasure to actually work in the Caribbean as well as be able to uh, enjoy the touristic aspects. So that's pretty mm -hmm. nice. Nice. All right. So it's very interesting. Uh, today, our chat will be based on biohacking as well as frequency, all with a view to really optimize the total human performance, mentally, physically, and emotionally. I yeah. am excited. Getting, getting the fullness of the human experience. Absolutely. which I think most people are not getting in, in our world today. Absolutely. It, is, that, is that total human integration and optimization that we are working towards? And I think it's a journey, right, for everybody of us. We are all learning and uh, helping each other home in these regards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were all, all born, we came all uh, to, this, to this world without the manual. Absolutely. Let's yeah. write an owner's manual in the next 30 to 45 minutes. What do you yeah. say? <laughs> let, 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 let's, let's get the, the, uh, the, the preface going. Absolutely. That's, <laughs> that's, that's better. Yeah, I always feel like uh, nature um, basically said, here's your body. Good luck. I know. And we are yeah. here to biohack using all the elements, including sound, frequency, and everything. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, the, the, uh, the term biohacking itself is, is such a, a wide term. Yeah. Um, w w there are so many topics underneath that. There is, there is I think, we, we talked already about what, what we, we, uh, how we look at that. Um, but there are, there are certain things um, that we too are not, not uh, 
looking for there is there are terms like augmentation whereas you basically uh improve your body with with uh artificial things like elon musk's um, um neuralink i find it an interesting technology but at the current state right now i don't see myself putting a microchip into my brain I absolutely I don't see that happening. And uh, there is the futuristic, futuristic vision of, uh, you, know, um, you know, getting rid of one of your arms and, and replacing it with a robot arm because you can lift more. Absolutely. Well, I'm not a subject matter in augmentation, so wouldn't have much to comment on. But I believe in the innate divine intelligence of the human system. And I'm all for natural biohacking. You know, for me, biohacking literally... Uh, for me stands for changing the internal and external environment so that you can lead your best lives and you can do basic things. Sometimes these hacks are very simple and not even expensive and not connected to uh, even technology, you know, things like light, natural daylight versus artificial light exposure to blue light, you know, that can affect you either positively or negatively. Mm -hmm. Things like EMFs, we have natural EMF, for example, the Earth's natural electromagnetic field or the Schumann resonance. You know, there's a lot of talk uh, in the biohacking field or in, in the human optimization field because we are all into uh, health and wellness, right? Well-being for our listeners as well as for ourselves, uh, that the Earth has its own frequency, the Schumann resonance, and uh, that is also good for the human systems. Mm-hmm. Um, so EMFs can work for you, natural EMFs, but non-natural EMFs, those coming from uh, Wi-Fi routers and cell phones and the current 5Gs, those are not really good. So biohacking can be uh, really using these basic things to improve your well-being. You know, light EMF are just two things, but the classic yep. things uh, since millennia people have been talking about nutrition, mm-hmm. hydration, uh, rest and sleep are uh, essential for uh, or foundational pillars of health and well-being, right? We can go into relationships, purpose, mental and emotional health, all of those things. So that's uh, natural biohacking. Yes, that's what. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like the term natural biohacking. Um, I believe in, in a, a thing, uh, there is this thing called the, the human essence, the wholeness of your human body. Um, and uh, if you if you start putting artificial stuff in your body, you lose your, your essence. And the more you do, the more you mess with your body, the more you lose your essence. And I think this essence is something important. I actually feel it's something sacred. Um, and it's something that we don't really know that much about. Absolutely. Yeah, the human um, beings have divine intelligence, you know? You don't want to play... Uh, God there, basically. Whatever is natural, whatever is organic is is beautiful. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I can absolutely agree with that with that statement. That's that's true. And uh, yeah, and there are many many things out there that can help you. Like you already mentioned, uh, I, I'm I'm currently every time I have a chance, I lay ten minutes ten minutes in in the in the sun. And then 10 minutes on the other side, you know, uh, getting, <laughs> getting 10 minutes. I'm, uh, I have to say I'm blonde and blue eyed. So I've, I lay in the sun without any sunscreen. Yeah. So I get everything, but I just do 10 minutes because that's the maximum that my, my very pale skin can, can tolerate. 
beyond that, it's getting it's getting dangerous. And these are also things you have to take into consideration, um, doing it in in the right amount and in the right way, and don't overdo it. It's with nature usually uh, more is not always better. Absolutely, yeah. you you have to know your boundaries. You have to know your body's innate intelligence, basically. So you you follow the cues yeah. from your body's intelligence. Yeah, right. yeah. And as you mentioned, uh, please go ahead. Yeah, and and if you overdo it, you get a sunburn. Yes, I just wanted to add that. Absolutely, you know, light is. Uh, if we go uh, very briefly to deep dive into each of those ten fundamental pillars of health, you know, light, for example, is so crucial, as you said. You know, without putting any sun uh, screen or whatsoever, light or natural light, sunlight is so beneficial for the human body. It energizes the human body. <clears throat> and it also is directly connected to our body's natural circadian rhythms or the master clock, so to speak. You know, there's something called as I'm not too much into the science as of now, but there's something called as the SCN, the supra uh, chiasmatic nucleus, basically, which is the master clock of the body in layman's terms. Yep. And when we align our bodies with the natural rhythms of day and night, basically, so when it is uh, sunrise, you know, the first uh, mm -hmm. 10 minutes or 15 minutes, if you can wake up and watch the sun and not have any glasses or glares and take the sun through your eyes, you know, it affects your entire body and signals to your body that it's daytime so that the appropriate hormones can be released. And yeah. when the same thing at night, when the sun sets, it's ideal if you can see the sun setting. And also, you know, uh, after the sunset, you know, basically in order to ensure that your body's circadian rhythms are balanced, um, <clears throat> uh, avoid overexposure to blue light through your electronic devices. These days, I know, including ourselves, sometimes we can, you know, watch uh, movies, Netflix, uh, till we sleep, fall asleep, you know, but these uh, disrupt our circadian rhythms and block mm -hmm. the release of melatonin, which is a sleep hormone. Right. Yeah. So how light is connected to sleep is connected to all these different things, you know, basically even the food that we, I, I, I was recently reading about it, the food that we eat is nothing but information and also releases light inside the body, basically. So it's all yeah. connected, you know, food and sleep, light. Yeah, yes. and, and a lot of research, a lot of research has, has already been done. And some of this research comes out of um, very interesting areas. For example, in during the Cold War, um, the, the, the Soviets and the Americans uh, considered that in case of a, a nuclear war, they have to live in, a, in bunkers for months or years. So they researched this and they, they realized very quickly um, a human be body without sunlight, without the, the proper rhythm of sunlight and the whole frequency spectrum gets sick very quickly. Absolutely. Sunlight is a medicine that no one talks about, you know, and it can cure so many, uh, so to speak, diseases of the human body and mind, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. just... Personally, per personally, I in the beginning of the year, I made uh, I tested myself for uh, vitamin D. Okay. Yeah, and I was at twenty milli mole or something per. Yeah, so I was at the lower border where my doctor said, "Look, if you go lower, uh, we have to treat you with with shots." Mm -hmm. And I said, "Look, take uh, supplements and uh, uh, get sunlight." And he said, it will take till the end of the year till you're somewhere at 50 or 60. So I did my, my sun rit ritual uh, pretty much four or five times a week. 
Yeah, 10 minutes one side, 10 minutes the other side. I'm now at 50. Wow, that's a great improvement, more than double. Yeah, and, and he said he hadn't, he didn't think I would make it that fast. Yeah, and I said, look, I do this to something. I said, yeah, sun is still the best source of vitamin D. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say you can do the supplementation as an um, added benefit, but uh, it does not replace the basic fundamentals of you know, bathing yourself in the sun. <laughs> That's yes, the most important. Yes. And, and you always have to remember uh, our bodies were made uh, for an age where a loincloth was the, the latest fashion, you know, where you, <laughs> but as this was everything you were wearing. Yeah? And now we're, we're covering ourselves from head to toe with, with, with clothes. And if you go in the sun, we put on sunscreen. Absolutely. You're right. Uh, if you really look at uh, our primal, uh, uh, evolution for literally thousands of uh, years, human beings have evolved, you know, hunter gatherer genes, you know, you spend the entire day in the bright sunlight, you don't wear pretty much the clothes that we normally wear in these industrialized days, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and you, you have ample vitamin D and all the natural, as you said, frequency spectrum from the sunlight, which is beneficial for the human body. And at yeah. night, you know, once you, you know, going back to again, the primal health and ancestral health, when the sun used to set, there were no technical gadgets, technology gadgets, like we have iPads and tabs and mobile phones. So they used to, you know, align themselves as before with the circadian or the biological clocks, basically. And there was no yeah. concept of uh, popping a sleeping pill because you will definitely, when you align yourself and do that natural hacks of aligning yourself with nature's rhythms, you mm -hmm. are in a state of uh, optimum health and well-being. This is yeah, yeah. And I think I think we we might have different approaches uh, or different um, channel niches where we're going for, but but uh, we have a, a similar focus. Absolutely. And yeah, I'm looking forward to to um, spitballing some some uh, uh, ideas with you. And uh, yeah, like 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 we said, biohacking is a very wide field, and uh, there's a lot of things. But I I think we we both agree that. There has to be a a way nature um, meant it to be done. Absolutely, uh -huh. you know uh, we respect nature. We are organic in that sense, and we allow the body's innate intelligence and the divine and the human uh, yeah. to reach its full potential. I I heard this thing. It's a bit. Uh, it's a it's a bit dark. Um, Humans are the only species on this planet who dares to think they're not part of the planet. Well, yes, uh, <laughs> uh, I've heard of that. But now, you know, um, a lot of uh, people are getting conscious and awake and are aware of how yeah. we are an integral part of planet Earth. We are part of, you know, Mother Nature, so to speak. We are part of this creation called a life basically. And we are all waking up and being conscious of our role, our righteous role as guardians of the earth, yeah. uh, so yeah. to speak. Uh, so I'm, I'm I very positive about the future. Yes. And uh, I already see it happening. You know, uh, there's so many people rising up to the occasion, waking up and really uh, going back to the basics of the fundamentals of optimizing human health and well-being for everybody. And we have to realize that there's no, somebody you are me and I am you and we are all in this together basically and we have uh, you know um, 
we are all striving towards balance towards harmony towards love and connection absolutely yeah yeah and there's also that thing if you set your mind to something the universe uh, tends to help you absolutely yeah and there's power in human connection and human consciousness mm-hmm. absolutely so going back uh, i i know about you uh, being into it professionally uh, mm-hmm. but you, one of your passions is frequency right so yeah. could you tell us more about what frequency is and how frequency can be used to kind of you know uh, lead optimal lives you know well the the very very broad and simple statement is that everything is frequency yes <laughs> <laughs> but that's not a good answer um if i like you said i'm i'm in it but uh, from from my background i'm uh, i have a background in uh, electrical engineering and my original training uh, was actually to make um, electric motors and transformers so okay. ac motors uh, putting in the copper coils and and stuff like that till you have a spinning working motor and testing that and understanding that how this this you know you put power on it and it spins how does that work that's all based on frequency and uh, um first time i was confronted with that they, they explained it to us and and it's a real mind bender mm-hmm. uh, till till you get it um and this is all based on frequency there's and there's so much interesting stuff in there and there's still so much uh things basically magnetism we use magnetism everywhere and all day but what really happens on the molecular level how magnetism is created is still not fully understood we have ideas and models how it is supposed to work but we still don't know it interesting you know, you know i i read about uh, we as human beings are electromagnetic beings so we have electricity like the sure. neurons uh, you know whether it is in our brains or in our bodies you know firing uh you know neurons that fire together wire yeah. together things like that so we are electrical beings as well as we are magnetic beings and so is the earth you know that's why the electromagnetic field exactly exactly and and you know this this connection and that that we are um um uh, we have influence on our surroundings and our surroundings have influence to us i, I had this this very interesting um experience uh, in australia um I I went to Australia for two years for to, to as a backpacker and I met a uh, an, an an a German guy in his 70s he ran a one of the most successful mango farms in the northern territory yeah he, everybody wow. in the northern territory knew this guy's mangoes because they are so big and so juicy and great the mango and, man huh <laughs> yes yes uh and uh, one day um from one of the buildings the, the 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 sewage pipe of the toilet was blocked okay yeah and he knew where that pipe was going and and uh, we looked at, at the other guys and I looked at each other and said oh crap now we have to dig up the whole yard to find that blockage and he looked at us scoffed and said no i know i find that blockage faster than you will well okay He went to the shed, got two pieces of wire, bent them 90 degrees, put them in his hand, paint facing away from from him, and then he walked over uh, perpendicular to that pipe. 
Okay. And every time he walked over the pipe, those two uh, wires would turn towards each other, facing each other. Then he would make a step back, point them away from each other, walked over the pipe, and he did that till he reached a place where that, that didn't happen. And then he said, the blockage is right here. Dig a meter ahead, down the pipe. Wow, he certainly was uh, aware of what he's doing. Huh? <laughs> and I thought, what? I heard, I heard of dowsing. That's basic, basically dowsing. Yeah, he was, he, with, with these pipes, he was sensing, sensing the water, uh, the, 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 uh, the, 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 the water in the pipe till the blockage. Beyond the blockage, there was no water. And he, he said, and you know, it's a bit of a um, hazardous thing to take a hacksaw and, uh, and saw off a blocked sewage pipe. Mm -hmm. We did it very carefully. There was no water. We pointed the flashlight in and we could see the blockage exactly where he said it would be. Wow. I thought, you know, I always made fun of dowsing. Everybody made fun of dowsing that I knew. And this guy was not a, not a, a, a crazy guy. The guy made so much sense. He, he had his, his whole plant under control. He was in his mid-70s, yeah, still doing most of the stuff on his own. He, he was not crazy. So if he does that and it works... Wow, there's more than meets the eye here, right? We, we, yeah. we can sometimes, you know, not understand the impacts of electromagnetism of subtle energies. And uh, yeah. yeah, you said just it because right. there's, we, more, there's more than meets the eye. That's, absolutely. That's just a very because, good expression. Just because we don't see the um, radio wave frequencies does, does not mean they don't exist. You can see the impact of tuning into a certain frequency and the music changes yeah. or the radio channel changes. So that's something of a lesson for everybody of us to learn. Yeah, and, and to come back to the frequency, from, from my training and from my background, I immediately realized that there must be some interaction between those wires, probably himself, and the water in that pipe. And the only thing that I can think of that, that connects these things is in some way, shape or form, electromagnetism. Very, maybe a very low uh, um, amount, mm -hmm. but there is a connection. Uh, and, and you can use it. You can, uh, I will not say influence it, but you can use it to, to detect things. This is that, very, very interesting. That's yes. intriguing, you know? So this is all based on frequency. So could I measure that? This, this is the, 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 you know, the, the, the technical uh, mind, the rational, the German mind in my uh, thinking, in my, can I measure that? How can I prove that? What could I do with it, you know? Uh, but I also recognize um, after many years of thinking about it, that there is a, a kind of mystery and a kind of magic to it, which um, we might never fully grasp and understand. And uh, I think that's also something to, to that, that one should uh, accept. Absolutely. And that reminds me, you know, while we were talking about this, uh, you know, in terms of my own journey of uh, optimizing my health and well-being through mm -hmm. using hacks so when it comes to frequency or electromagnetism, you know, 
sometimes, uh, no matter how the day has been, you know, just going 15 to 20 minutes, walking barefoot on the beach or on the grass, you know, totally grounds us as human beings and helps us to be centered and calm. You know, you can literally feel the difference one day if I don't go for my walk on the beach and the other day when I go walk on the beach and come back, it's so very important. Grounding, earthing, there's a movie about it, right? Yeah, for, wow. for, those, for those viewers, uh, for those listeners, I'm holding uh, a, a grounding strap to, to the camera so that Amir can see it because I'm also interested in grounding. I have a grounding strap here um, and I do meditation wearing a grounding strap, which is very interesting. Um, uh, I, I tend to get into a deeper meditative state when I ground myself. And it's, it's again, uh, the, what, we, what we talked about earlier, back in the olden days, you know, when we were hunter-gatherers, we didn't wear shoes. Absolutely. We were always connected all day, 24-7 to the ground. Yes. And now we are completely isolated. We wear shoes. We wear socks. Uh, our houses are isolated. And, you know, the shoes, socks, you know, made of rubber or whatever the material they are, they actually stop the natural flow of frequencies from yeah. Earth. Yeah. And thereby, they don't necessarily ground you even if you're wearing shoes on the beach or on the grass. That's why it's so important when we talk about optimizing health and well-being is the focus on barefoot walking and grounding. And as you yeah. said, you can use grounding for various uh, things, uh, whether it is to deepen meditation. I also fi find grounding very helpful for sleep, you know, very, mm -hmm. very, very effective. And generally, you know, to reduce inflammation in the body. It's so very important so very interesting yeah and also talking in terms of uh, frequency um what i have uh, realized is also and also use myself personally in terms of meditation because you brought that topic uh the concept of brainwave entrainment right so mm -hmm. this is where you you can you know there are several technologies out there uh, i awake is one of the leading ones uh, sacred acoustics is one of uh, the other ones basically certain dot energy exactly binaural beats and brainwave entrainment yeah. so you put a pair of headphones and basically you can uh, kind of hack or alter your brainwave frequencies from mm -hmm. the normal waking state of beta to alpha theta delta and so on and so forth so delta is the deep sleep yeah. theta is uh, you know uh, meditative uh, alpha is a bit more relaxed basically and it's close to the earth's uh, electromagnetic field the schumann resonance right uh, if i'm not mistaken between seven to eight so seven point something so seven all of these eight, six i think uh, exactly so it's it's so uh, nice to see that sound frequency or binaural beats or brainwave uh, entrainment technology whatever you call it can also be used uh, through modern day technology to help us uh, feel better, calm, and meditate deeper. And yeah. earlier days, thousands of years in India, in Tibet, you know, uh, the monks were used to use singing bowls mm -hmm. uh, to or gonging. You know, all of these are technologies, ancient technologies, sound healing technologies, which is also uh, impacting the entire body's frequency yes. so that you yes. feel calmer and you, you can go deeper into meditation. So it's very interesting. I mean it's it's all based on frequency exactly yeah. and i would also uh, argue that if you um eat certain foods or don't eat certain foods it also changes your frequency just by the 
the kind of nutrient you you take in yeah and and nutrient nutri nutrition is a very very uh, important thing um there's a um, matthew on um our course is is into growing stuff and and i had a, a funny conversation with him i he reminded me of an old story we used to have a, a garden where we grew our own food and uh, we had a tortoise as a pet you know a turtle turtle okay a turtle yeah uh, a land turtle not a one in the water swim not the land water turtle. One. yes and it was it was amazing if you gave that turtle a piece of salad out of the shop it would eat as much till it had enough and left the rest if you gave it a, a piece of salad out of our own garden it would delete everything that was there and then search if there's any more Wow. So the turtles inherently know what is good for them, you know, organic homegrown produce. I think, I think that turtle knew that that was just better yeah, than the one from the shop. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. And so uh, there's so many people today who, who yeah, don't even really care what they eat. Absolutely. See, we got one human body. We take care of it through all of these hacks. We discussed quite a lot mm -hmm. by now. We spoke about light. We spoke about... Uh, meditation, grounding or earthing, EMFs mm -hmm. um, and nutrition and hydration as you rightly pointed out is so crucial so uh, be conscious of what you eat, avoid processed foods as much as possible, drink quality water, all yep. basics and fundamental essentials, you know eat uh, with an uh, attitude of gratitude uh, mm -hmm. you know eat with your friends and family and those are essentials. Of course, we can go into details of what to eat and what not to eat, but it's very uh, individualized and very specific to the individual, so to speak. But generally, avoid processed foods, avoid sugar if you can. All of those are fundamental basics, you know? What I found, uh, what I think, um, there are a lot of channels out there who, who did this, eat that, eat this, but um, it's individual for everyone. Yeah. Yes. So I would rather more in be rather more interested in finding a or rediscovering the mechanism of your body that you eat something and you realize this is good for me, this is bad for me. This is so very important, you know. Instead of yes. just listening and going through several diet meats, eat something. Give yourself time to see really what is your body's response. How do you yep. feel? Do you feel sluggish afterwards, maybe after a couple of hours, or do you feel energized? And you, yep. your body knows what's best for it, you know? So yeah, listen yeah, to your yeah. body. So right. Yeah. You, you, you know the term food coma. Uh, had, I've heard of it before. You, if you had too much food and afterwards you're totally sleepy, that's food coma. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a, that's a good thing uh, to have. Um, Yes, uh, nutrition and um, just the awareness. And I see many people around me who don't have the awareness uh, uh, what they're eating. Um, that's, that's sad to see, but I also see a lot of people who are more and more interested in that. Yeah? Absolutely. And especially post-pandemic, I believe uh, across the globe, people are getting more into the whole concept of uh, human well-being or total yeah. well-being, you know, through these different hacks and uh, methods, basically. Yeah. But then uh, the awareness is raising 
and yes that's the that's uh, that curiosity as long as it is that fire is spark as they become aware of their own biologies and understand how food and water can affect themselves they can research and they can learn more about it absolutely yeah in in this context um i don't think we we want to go into the the whole covid thing but i think what uh, in in response to what you said about people getting more aware the pandemic was a missed chance for the governments around the world to promote health you know they gave us all uh, keep distance uh, wash your hands but how do you improve your health this would be the perfect opportunity the awareness of everyone was focused on health and how to stay healthy and they didn't use it absolutely and that's where it is for all of us to find our own tribes and our own communities and take responsibility of our own health and well-being yes uh, hand hygiene and all those uh, has a place and matters and is important mm -hmm. but you cannot uh, you know uh, underemphasize the importance of our innate immunity and mm -hmm. our own well-being through all of these things whether it is through yeah. food and nutrition uh, uh, exercise or movement Uh, but also through things like fasting you know whether you do intermittent fasting yep. or fasting for an entire day all yes. those are rapid ways of uh, biohacking your health and well being and your immunity you know mm -hmm. and going back to the things that we said earlier you know natural sunlight avoiding artificial light after uh, sunset you know uh, again a simple thing you know uh, and i noticed my uh, last year since last year i have been doing that or at least uh, half a year and uh, what i've noticed that if i have a digital sunset you know one hour before going to bed you know i closed all my television screens and my digital devices and even my wifi router my quality of sleep has rapidly improved and what i've also done is a simple hack and uh, people do not need to if they don't want to uh, but uh, if you are into and you cannot go away from your digital devices you know for all the listeners i'm holding to uh, guido a uh, blue light blocking glass basically okay, and this yeah. blue light blocking glass it's uh, you know from true dark company from devaspres um uh, brand and it actually blocks all the harmful artificial blue light and other uh, harmful frequencies of light coming from your digital devices i know our iphones and you know uh, ipads and samsung times these days have blue yeah. blocking uh, features but this is really going it to the next level and it has mm -hmm. i can see i can definitely say in my own experience in the past couple of months that my sleep quality has improved just by having a digital sunset one hour before going to sleep and uh, wearing these blue light blocking glasses so we we don't realize the importance of these uh, little things you know light emf yeah. all of those but these do affect our quality of sleep and sleep is such a fundamental and underrated uh, topic when we talk about health and wellness right we spoke about yeah. a lot of things but sleep i would say is fundamental that's the time when our bodies repair regenerate detoxify and uh, you know get the opportunity to deeply rest and recharge basically so that's yeah. that's very important there's not much health uh, nothing uh, not mu many things healthier than a good night's sleep Absolutely, okay. sleep is not a luxury. It's a basic human necessity, and that's why one third of our lives we spend uh, sleeping. You know, <laughs> it's yeah, and and blue blue light is is a uh, uh, a underrated problem. Uh, there's a there's a uh, interesting history uh, research thing I came across. Um, 
researchers realized that in the old writings from the Greeks and uh, uh, um, Egyptians, early Egyptians, I don't know the time frame. Um, they described the ocean as gray and red and the sky as gray and red. And then researchers realized that they didn't even have a word for blue. And from the evolution, the blue recept receptors in our eyes are the latest, the, the last ones that formed and we don't have as many as all the others, other green and red. So researchers are now thinking that back in the days of the old Greeks, they were not able to see blue as a color as we do. Wow. So that's fascinating to hear. Yes. You know, this is uh, this is this is one of one of uh, a discussion I had with with many friends before. Um, if you look at a red thing and I look at a red thing, we both agree that it's red. Yeah. Yes. But we only agree on it. I don't know how it looks for you, and you don't know how it looks for me. Yes. So it's subjective at the end of the day, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is and my red may not necessarily be your red. Exactly, and and this is the same thing with biohacking and all these techniques. Uh, they might be different for, for uh, there is no um, standard recipe for everyone, I would say. There are pointers, you know, look at your blue light exposure, look at your nutrition. But as you said, responsibility for yourself, for your own health is important. And, and uh, the awareness of that has to, has, to, um, has to come out of yourself. No one else can, can do that for you. Absolutely, because you only you know after eating something or drinking something or uh, blocking the blue light, you have your own body experience. You stop, mm -hmm. you become aware and conscious of how you feel physically, mentally, emotionally. Mm -hmm. You know whether you do meditation, whether you you know spend time in the light, uh, natural sunlight uh, on a regular basis, and see for yourself the difference and yeah. see what works for you and what does not work for you. Yeah, yeah, and I have, these are, I, these these are I interesting this, things. Yes, I had this experience with uh, with milk. Um, I'm not uh, uh, lactose intolerant or or stuff like that, but I always I noticed when I drink something, uh, a milk drink or milk in coffee or a milk product that is milk and not uh, like um, yogurt, soured things, I would have. A weird feeling in my stomach. Yeah. See, and that's where because you're listening to your body, right? After consuming yeah. milk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and I got it tested. So the doctor said, "Ah, oh, you don't have problems with milk." But I did uh, kinesiology muscle testing. Yeah. Kinesiology. Yes. Yeah, kinesiology. That's the English word exactly. And I had very strong re response to to milk products. So a no. negative response that I'm not that it's not good for me. So yeah, so my, 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 the feeling in my body, in my stomach was, was trying to tell me something. Absolutely. And the body is naturally innately intelligent if you care to listen to it, you know? So it will tell you whether you are uh, gluten, for example, in wheat or in grains, does it affect you or not? Uh, after having uh, meat, seafood, poultry, mm -hmm. vegetables, how, how, how your body responds. So that's crucially important to listen to your body. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and the, I think the, one of the, the 
challenges or issues is that uh, the body, the, the signals that the body sends are usually very subtle and fine. And in our fast, loud world, we, over, we tend to overhear them. True. And that's why the importance of, uh, you know, sometimes a simple uh, moment, even if it is one minute, a pause uh, during your busy day to really mm -hmm. breathe deeper and really connect with your body and ground yourself is so crucial. And yeah. you can, of course, use technology to do that. You know, you can set water reminders. There are apps these days on our phones or, you know, for example, I personally use the Apple Watch. Mm -hmm. And I have a reminder set uh, almost like every hour and it mm -hmm. will remind me to breathe deeper. So even if I'm at the workplace in office yeah. or it's an off day, it, you know, every hour it's a reminder to just stop, breathe and be and do nothing. And those pauses eventually, even though they are like 30 yeah. seconds to 60 seconds and everybody can find the 30 to 60 seconds in their busy lives, as you said, right? To pause and breathe and do not underestimate the power of one small breath. You know, it might uh, even change your life for the good. Yeah. So breathing yeah, is yeah. such a, such, such a thing. We cannot live without the breath, but uh, then are we really conscious of that? So take time, breathe deeper, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, you could use different breathing techniques, uh, see what works for you, but make a conscious effort. It's all about lifestyle changes, you know? that yes. will improve your health and well-being that we cannot yes. un undermine the importance of these uh, lifestyle factors you know whether it is making that time slot of even 10 minutes in the morning to meditate or you know as i said before uh, uh, in the evening to write gratitude for whatever went well or whatever you feel grateful for you know all those little hacks definitely add to your health and well-being yeah, taking taking one deep breath. Uh, I, I, there's one thing I want to share. I have a, I decided uh, the, years ago uh, on a personal mission, a personal daily mission, and that personal daily mission is to make some random person smile. That is so very important, you know, random acts of kindness or compassion, you know, even if you make, uh, whether you go to a petrol uh, station or a grocery store or wherever it is, make one person smile. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's such a great, uh, great way to spread cheer. And, and I had, I had a, a, a good incidence with when you said a deep breath uh, on last Friday, we, we had to go on, on a big building site and, security is very tight and there was just one security guy and he was uh, at seven o'clock in the morning everybody tried to get in and he had to sort them all out and when he came to us we were there the first time so we need to fill out forms and he had to check it and put it in a computer and he was stressed he was stressed i could see that and uh, uh, he was putting the things in and I, I said i was standing there for 45 minutes already waiting uh, just to get in and I looked at him and said, um, when I get in, where is the next toilet? And he said, oh, it's that, that yellow container over there. I said, oh, the yellow one. Oh, it's, it's uh, painted appropriately, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and he laughed, leaned back in his chair, <sighs> took a deep breath and continued working with a smile. Wow. Mission accomplished. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and not for nothing is there a saying laughter is the best medicine, right? Uh, yeah. In fact, there was a lot of research done that laughter can actually reverse diseases of the human 
body and mind so yeah yeah uh, take some time in your uh, busy lives to laugh and laugh often you know that deep yeah. belly rumbling laughter it releases and endorphins it's good for you it really releases creativity i have used laughter a couple times in in pro, uh, project management and problem solving you know when you're stuck you sit around the table with a couple of guys trying to think something out crack a joke so everybody laughs and then when everyone is laughing bring them back to the problem you find the answer they had yeah. the answer is already there they're just blocked to to speak it out and laughter can release stress Absolutely. at the basic level yeah absolutely and that's where the flow comes in right uh, whether you laugh whether you take a deep breath and pause you know all of these are basically pattern interruptions so that you can de-stress and you can get back your creative flow so that's interesting so uh, we discussed quite a lot actually guido i'm really really excited about this talk and uh, the benefits these uh, Uh, listeners are going to take away from that so knowing that uh, and being conscious of our time format yeah. uh, i would suggest we can end the session with uh, talking about the top 5 hacks that have helped you uh, and i can share my top 5 hacks basically and there's something for the listeners to take away practically at the end of it all what do you think my, my top 5 hacks hmm meditation definitely or mm -hmm. just the the process of coming to a quiet mind um on purpose consciously coming to quiet and then keep going with your day um i find more and more interesting things in breathing and breathing right mm -hmm. uh, uh i'm i'm working i'm learning more and more about uh, nutrition how nutrition influences me what i should eat what i should not eat absolutely uh, i'm learning <laughs> on that one <laughs> yeah and uh, um the whole the whole area of frequency uh, based medicine and how this works in our body is is i think a uh, um how how you said it it's the way of the future and uh yeah with my with my background from uh, uh in electrical engineering i'm i'm very interested in that mm -hmm. where where that would lead um how it could benefit us how we could learn more how our body works and help us to overcome certain issues that that uh modern modern in air quotes uh medicine doesn't really have a good answer for absolutely so alternative uh, methods uh, no, non conventional methods absolutely yeah and from from our conversation i i take away um listen to your body respect nature and make sure you laugh absolutely you you kind of covered quite the essentials that i personally <laughs> used in my life as well for me personally when i talk about the five uh, pro, you know things that have really helped in terms of my own journey i would say meditation absolutely taking that time to have a sacred pause mm -hmm. to go within to become aware of the mind body you know consciously and to allow and accept whatever is happening you know 
Yeah. So meditation Please definitely helps. Your own skin. Absolutely. You know, and self love and compassion for yourself. So the whole whole concept of meditation has really helped me. Mm-hmm. Uh, particularly recently, I've been into you know aligning myself to the circadian rhythm, which is the bi- mm-hmm. biological clock. So aligning yeah. with the natural sunlight when I wake up for the first five ten minutes, as well as having a digital sunset at night, really. and that includes not just no no artificial blue light but also switching off my wifi router and having no emfs mm-hmm. uh, protect protecting myself and the family against all emfs yeah. has really helped me deepen my sleep so the whole factor of light and emf definitely uh, which has improved sleep i am also of course uh, being conscious of what i eat and drink so nutrition and hydration equally important and uh, earthing or grounding definitely has helped me as well you know taking that yep. time out in whether it is 10 minutes 15 minutes 20 minutes to go out into the nature spend time in nature definitely helps and also you know music uh, singing dancing laughter breath work mm-hmm. all of those things have really helped me as well so singing think, singing is is uh, uh, so therapeutic <laughs> in, in its purest form <laughs> absolutely so it's uh, as you said it's all about energy frequency you know mm-hmm. and ultimately it all boils down to self compassion love and compassion love joy laughter yeah? yeah so i think that that's a good uh, good uh, way to end our uh, chat and i hope there's a lot to take away from this uh, this uh, casual chat that we had It was a oh, pleasure. Yeah. I, I hope it was very enjoyable for all the listeners. It was very enjoyable for me. I'm I'm looking forward to having more chats with you. Absolutely. And next time we can dive deeper into uh, technology and apps that we can use yeah. also to improve our yeah. health and well-being. Yeah. yeah so exactly, part two exactly. to be continued. Looking forward to it, Amaya. It was a pleasure, and until next time, Guido. Thank you. All right, see you. Bye.